Welcome to episode one of One Breath at a Time with Tracy Meyer. First episode, we want to bring everybody kind of up to speed, so we're going to do an introduction and some of the backstory. So I'm going to start off by asking you, tell me a little bit about yourself. My name is Tracy Meyer. I am 53 years old. I have two boys, Jacob and Nicholas. And I'm married to my high school sweetheart, even though we weren't high school sweethearts. I still had a crush on him. And just like many of you or those that you know, I am an ovarian cancer fighter. Okay. I'm curious in your words, tell me about your life prior to your diagnosis. Like what kind of work did you do? What kind of activities did you do? Um, so this is pre-diagnosis. Pre-diagnosis. Well, I was very active. I've always been an active person. Um, I enjoy doing 5K fun runs. I love hiking. I just like being outdoors. And always have a positive attitude can't say always, not everyone always has a positive attitude, but for the most part, I pride myself on being a relatively glass half full person. And oftentimes I would do a lot of volunteer work, which required a lot of standing walking. And unfortunately at this point, I'm not able to do that. So we've been together for quite a while, and I know that you went to the doctor and were basically looking into some symptoms that you were having. Um, I wasn't really aware of that until you brought me into one of your last uh, appointments with your doctor. So tell me about the symptoms that you were experiencing that led you to go to the doctor and all the way up to the day that you went into the ER? For a while, I would have to say for at least six to eight months, I was having about, well, several bouts with constipation. I ignored it. Um, I was very active on the go, probably didn't eat as well as I should have. So I just pushed it off to just being a nutritional type situation. And fatigue, I was tired. For those who know me, I am full of energy. And so it, it wouldn't be uncommon for me to be extra tired one day or another. And this is what brought me into see my doctor to begin with. My doctor was my primary care doctor. And I was having trouble breathing. It was almost as though I couldn't catch my breath. He took x-rays, said that there was some fluid in my lower right lobe, said he was going to treat me as if I had pleurisy and gave me some antibiotics and sent me on my way. He did indicate that if the medication did not work after I took all of it, to come back and we would relook at things. A week later, I was not any better. And after being grilled by my loving family, what did the doctor say? What is he going to do? I 
I brought my husband in with me and the doctor again, he took some x-rays and said, yes, the fluid's still there. In fact, it's increased a little bit and I'm just going to treat you for pneumonia. And that's when my husband goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where's the fluid coming from? And the doctor didn't have an answer. Because we were going into Memorial Day weekend, 2016, I was told that if my breathing did not improve, to go to the ER. Well, my breathing didn't improve. In fact, it got worse and I went to the ER. Okay, and so I remember that day in the sense that it was Saturday morning mm -hmm. and you had mentioned that you were still having problems breathing, that you really couldn't catch your breath, you know, almost as if you're trying to take a deep breath, but it just wouldn't go deep enough and you couldn't quite get over that that peak of taking a breath. Correct. And so it was Saturday morning that you decided, you know what, we need to go to the ER so they can drain the fluid off my lungs so we can just kind of get past this. So you and I go to the ER and we get you admitted into the ER. And this is when you have a word with your first ER doctor. So you and I are sitting there. This doctor comes in and asks what I'm being seen for. And so I explained to him about the breathing, gave him a backstory, and his name was Dr. O'Corey at Honor Health Deer Valley. And he goes, something's not right. He said, let's, I want to do a ultrasound of your abdomen. And so I went and had an ultrasound. The ultrasound technician super nice man, rubbed that jelly stuff all over my belly and said he did see a mass, but he wasn't sure what that was. Because, as most women know, or may not know, um, you can have cysts on your ovaries and it hurts when they rupture, but then they rupture and everything's back to normal. So I wasn't too concerned about it, not at that point, because I knew I had previously had a couple cysts on, the, on my right ovary. So we get back to the room, we're waiting for the results. That's when Dr. O'Curry came in and said that I was gonna be admitted and he was going to have a colleague of his come and see me the next morning. Then he said he's a gynecological oncologist and his name is Dr. Scribner. He doesn't practice at this hospital but I'm going to call in a favor. And that's when you're sitting there going, did I just hear that right? Oncologist, doesn't oncologist mean cancer? I don't have cancer. I'm too active. I'm too busy. I got too much going on. Has to be a mistake. Okay. So you're admitted in the hospital Saturday evening and you've told that you've now have a mass that they have to do further research into and that you are going to now be meeting a gynecological oncologist. And, you know, again, we had the conversation in the hospital, psych oncology, psych. So is this cancer? Um, is that what we're going to be kind of dealing with right now? So you wake up Sunday morning and in walks. In walks Dr. Dennis Scribner. He has white hair and his big, white, bright smile. His overall aura, for people who are into that stuff, 
but his overall disposition was, I looked at him and truthfully, I, I was at ease. I mean, I, he was just going to tell me what we were going to do and that would be it. He sat on the side of my bed and he pat my thigh and he said, so he said, I don't know if it's cancer, but we're going to have to remove it and then we'll test it and then we'll know. Again, you're still sitting there in the back of your mind. Wait a minute. I don't have cancer. No one in my family's had cancer. Okay, granted, my dad and my grandmother died of lung cancer because they chose to smoke. But other than that, there is no signs of cancer anywhere in my family. So Dr. Scribner said that his office would give me a call and would go over the scheduling as to when we were going to have this mass removed. He gave me some reassurances. You know what? We'll go in there. We'll see what it is. And then we'll take care of it. Okay, there was no doubt in my mind. Dr. Scribner said we were going to handle it, so we were going to handle it. So Dr. Scribner comes in, you introduce yourself, he introduces himself. He now kind of has a game plan as far as what's going to happen. So it's Sunday, and so there's some complications there because we're in a holiday. And so what exactly did he tell you that you need to do between the time you leave the hospital and the time his office calls you? Basically, I asked him because we were having a family picnic cookout, so to speak. And I recall asking him, can I have a glass of wine? He says, you can have two glasses of wine. He said, if you're tired, take a nap. He says, but by all means, just live. Just keep doing like you're doing. So now you know that you're going to have to go into surgery mm -hmm. and you know that you have to wait until say Tuesday or Wednesday before you actually get a call uh, from his office. So now you've got a weekend where you have now just been told that you have a mass that shouldn't be there by an oncologist. That's how you go into your Memorial Day weekend. Correct. Needless to say, I had more than one glass of wine that day at the cookout. My husband being my husband, he, of course, gets on his computer and he starts researching like crazy. I wanted to, but again, no air to, you know, no way to get oxygen in, um, fatigued, constipated. I felt kind of like a blowfish, not able to breathe. So needless to say, at the family cookout, I had more than one glass of wine. Monday was the holiday. And Tuesday morning, I get a call from Dr. Scribner's office letting me know the surgery was scheduled for Wednesday, June the 1st. Let's wrap up episode one and we'll move towards episode two and we'll talk about just prior to the surgery and what happened after the surgery and how do you feel your life changed. Stay tuned to One Breath at a Time with Tracy Meyer. And we'll see you in the next episode.